Hello to all my people out there who still listen to the radio. We did a show this week inspired by the radio and a song I heard on it. And listening to the radio is kind of an interesting thing because you don't necessarily know what you're listening to until after it's over. So it gets rid of any kind of subjectivity that you might have. If it's a band you never liked and you don't know it until after you've listened to the song and you've liked the song, you already have been kind of sucked in by the band without really realizing it. Which I think is really interesting and kind of a unique way to listen to music today. So, I'm a big proponent of listening to the radio. Anyways, we do a semi-hit disciple, sort of, on a song by the Decemberists. I hope everybody liked the kickoff of season two last week with Cherie Cherie by Suicide. We got more exciting songs and more exciting talks to have this season coming up. We're releasing every two weeks on a Thursday. Hit us up with what you think at deadairrecords at gmail.com or on Instagram at deadairrecords. I always love hearing from you guys and love responding to your messages. If you got any songs you want us to do particularly, you should let us know. Or if you just want to talk about music. Hope everybody's staying tough and having a good Thursday. See you in two weeks. Enjoy. All right. Uh, Dead, Air, Dead Air Records is back. We're back. Um... On a on a sad day for music, it should not to date this podcast exactly to the day, but rest in peace to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Um, yep. And it was also you Madonna's Madonna's 60th birthday I today. I thought you were about to say she she died. No, I was gonna. I was all I was all pumped up this morning because because they were they were playing Madonna bangers on the radio, and then it just switched over to Aretha Franklin bangers, which was also good, but two two good people two people i'm big he's fans got a of. radio now <laughs> yeah which leads me to uh my my idea for kind of a shorter format podcast um i don't know really what to call these we've got our talkies and we've got our hit disciples and i i feel like these could be just our like radio jams or something i don't know i, I have yet to think of a name for it but the concept is that instead of a song that like we've loved for a long time or like a huge hit uh or what we personally just think are like really banging songs um i would like to oh there's our little jingle um i would like to just just talk about maybe not as in-depth a song that we uh just like heard this week um, cause I think it's interesting cause I, I think about music a lot differently when I'm just kind of hearing it, um, like on the radio or YouTube or however kind of we just sit around and have music shown to us and don't necessarily seek it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a weirder experience to like have something kind of pop out at you. Um, so I want to talk about, I want to talk about a song today that I heard on, what is it? The current, I was listening to their live stream from Minnesota. Um, and yeah, the song came on and I was just like, holy shit, this is a fucking banger. Um, and it was by the Decemberists. The Decemberists? Yeah. Do you remember them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who like I never listened to or liked very much. My cousin liked the Decemberists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like I, I, I had to go look. So they said this song, um, which is called uh, Sucker's Prayer. And uh, I was like, oh, this must be one of like the hits because i never really listened to much of them and never really was familiar with their songs so i like went back through their hits and it wasn't one it just came out like this year 
And this is like a new single off of off of their album that released in like January or February or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was kind of blown away because I didn't. I don't know. It's been a while since like just like a rock folk kind of band made me think mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's not like the music I typically listen to, which is kind of part of why I think the radio as a concept is kind of interesting because it's just like playing yeah, shit. The radio, like, I don't know. I I remember the Decemberists like being on the radio a lot in Portland when yeah. I went to Portland once. Yeah, and like I feel like there we forget because we live in New York and mainly all the radio here is either like oldies or or hip hop yeah. and dance music or whatever, you know? That there's like but, other shit. Um But yeah, I mean like also I mean like there's we've we've kind of talked about like the how um I don't know, like white rock music has kind of fizzled out of mm-hmm. the public interest and kind of for good reason. Yeah. A lot of it. So I'm interested to see what and my I'm interested to see where this goes. <laughs> right, you have not heard this before. I haven't heard um, this. Um, and and a thing that I was thinking about too is that was one of my, that was one of my first thoughts is like, I, I think I listened to it and was like, God, I love this. And they were like the Decemberists, and I was like, uh oh, I don't I don't love them, mm. <laughs> and like I feel weird now. Um, Did you get got? But by at the, the end of the industry? at the end of the day, uh, yeah, it's on its way out. But like sad sad white guy music is kind of it's like it's like my heritage <laughs> i feel that yeah. so like it's it's hard to igno- like disacknowledge that it has like a certain effect on me like i'm i'm listen to a lot of sad white guy music yeah, in my time yeah same before i disavowed it all right and so <laughs> it it was a weird moment of like nostalgia almost cuz yeah. i was like i shouldn't like, this isn't what I typically listen to. This isn't what I typically like. I have kind of made, like, stances in my head against this. But, like, at the same time, like, I, I, I got got. And I think it's, like, a beautiful fucking song. Um, well, there's... There, look, I mean, lots of people like like this group, presumably. Yeah. Like, or else they wouldn't be on the radio, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, I mean, that's a kind of backwards way of looking at it. Usually, but not they, to get into the it, music industry. They made it but, big. Yeah, I mean, like, I remember, like... Um, Damn, I don't remember the name of the song or how it goes, but I Dude, remember it existing. So I um, I was thinking about doing this podcast earlier, and I, I went through, I just started searching, like, Decemberists, like, hits of yore. And, like, I listened to so many and just didn't like any of them, which hmm. was weird, because hmm. I really like this one. And I've listened to the rest of this album, and I don't like it that much either. But this song, hmm. this song... Let's hear it. Yeah. Anyways, this is this is a sad, this is a sad white guy song. Which is nice because I'm a sad white guy. Yeah, <laughs> and I need to acknowledge that every but once some, in a while. Yes, um, we'll I get, feel like it's important. So, anyways, we're gonna we're gonna take a listen to this song. It's called "Sucker's Prayer." It's from <laughs> "I'll Be Your Girl." Is the album? It came out this year by the Decemberists. Where that? 
So I do this thing when I'm finding new music and I'm like listening through a lot of shit where I'll put it all on my like iPod or whatever and then I just get like stuck on a song. And it's how like subconsciously in my mind I just know that it's like a personal banger. Is It's not even like I'm... Uh, I'm not sure if like enjoying it is the word, but I just like need it over and over and over again it's like a fix it's weird yeah. like that's, Everybody, i get that you get that too yeah. so yeah no i was thinking like i like it uh is it i like it is that the cardi b song the the one that's been all over i like it like that yeah like it like that was like one of the last times that happened where i just like 45 minutes on the train straight was just that song over and over and over and over again and today was today was this song sucker's prayer um and yeah, it's just been, there's just been something about it where every single time the song ends, I just start it over again. I don't know. What do you, I want to hear your first impressions. I mean, my, my first impression is kind of that it, I'm like surprised that it was written now because it sounds like it could have literally been written anywhere between like now and like 30 years ago, yeah. potentially. It's like a looking back, like like blue like white boy bluesy kind of like like nostalgic right like yeah. it's got, i was like, reading some shit that was of, like they thought it sounded kind of dylan-esque yeah and like yeah like and up uh, all up to like the background singers coming in on the chorus and the yeah. cutting out and i mean like there's like i'm trying to think of like if there are any Indicators besides like like maybe the recording quality itself, right? That it was like a modern song. Yeah, that yeah. it's a modern song, and if that plays into 
why like because it's not like it's not like stained really bad with like what radio rock became yeah um it 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 kind of seems to try to not i don't know which is a lot of their aesthetic like i was looking back through their shit and it's all full of like polkas and accordions and shit like that but none of that like got me in the same way that this did like their whole like cutesy folk like the stuff from like the seventies that your, your grandpa used to listen to is I feel like their whole kind of shtick and they do all these like historical songs and like tell stories and fairy tales and stuff, which doesn't really, I don't know. I don't, I don't connect Boo. with <laughs> no. any, uh, no, literally <laughs> I listened to like, I listened to like 12 songs of theirs just in a row and just kept being like next, next, like even like popular ones. Uh, I was just, they didn't, they didn't like get me, but something about this nostalgia and then like the, the just like brutal lyrics like hit me. Yeah. I think the, I, is it, and this is, this is like, I think that the song has like sonically a lot going on for it. I really like like the the chord progression that kind of seems like it's in B minor, uh, but Mm -hmm. then like kind of turns into being A. And what you hear is like a secondary dominant when it first comes in. Um, The main chords in this song, let me think, are, I was not ready for the road. That's B minor, B minor and then D. I was so discontent to wear that heavy load that goes to A, uh-huh. and then so I got down on my knees, pulled, and then made a sucker. Is that E? Made a sucker's prayer. But because the vocal pattern is in like A major, constantly Edison. Um, yeah, p- pentatonic <laughs> deep cut reference right? for the dead air fans. Constantly Edison. We're gonna right. post that. But song. but because there's no G sharp before the E. Yeah. Right. It gives it kind of like almost like that Beatles twinge to secondary dominant feeling. I feel like. What do you mean by that? I don't know. It's <laughs> like it's like. I feel like the Beatles are one of the like because my dad listened to the Beatles a lot. One of the first like memorable secondary dominants that I remember. I feel like the Beatles. Were like had some of those maybe a more key changey gr- band yeah. than than other shit that I had listened to, and so that's why like I kind of re- like think about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of a specific example, and I can't, but they're out there. Because um, right. the song, as it starts, like kind of feels like some kind of B Dorian sort of thing, like da da da, or yeah. something, right? Like there's nothing to indicate a major, except for that weird opening that kind of goes away, right? Right. But at the same time, the notes only make sense in context of like a two, four, one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, really, it, it it would be more bizarre if they went to an E minor chord, yeah, right, um, than an E major, and it kind of it kind of puts a, a cutesy spin on it, the the long five, right, um, to like the yeah, back to the one. I, I kind of get the same vibes that I got from um, talk about like an, another uh, white white boy problems band Titus Andronicus. Yeah, you know which song I'm talking about. Um, 
Like the time traveler who oh, killed yeah. his grandfather. Like I fucking love that song. Yeah. All right. That I, was in I contention for going on my on my leg. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Cycles are breaking yeah, that's me down. to old friends and new. Right. Yeah. To, um, also, everybody should go listen to that album. That album, album deserves a, a big shot by anybody who's questioning whether or not they should listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the biggest uh, we, shot. We 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 spent quite a bit of time listening to that. Um, I still do, man. Um, <laughs> But no, but what I'm saying is that yeah. like it's like a the song itself is like key to the react like the the song type itself I think is key to the reaction that people get from these kinds of songs. Uh-huh. And I think that they 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 feign this like timeless kind of quality, right? Yeah. Like like an Americana honky tonk honky tonk piano, right? And and. Um, so far, we're just going off of these two songs, um, but there's—I feel like there's lots of them abound. At least yeah. like one on every one like, by every band that that does like some kind of alternative. Rolling Stones rock. too, yeah. like it harkens back a lot to like yeah, like Dylan. But it harkens back to like other white people harkening back mm-hmm. to it, something that they didn't do, which is an interesting thing because it's like it's kind of like a like. So there's blues, right? And mm-hmm. I think blues plays a role in this and like how like the the harmonic structure of a blues song somehow plays into this. Okay. But Oh fuck. The the song I keep wanting <laughs> to let hard, you finish and, or, before I cut time. in, but no. I'm not sure if I should or no, not. No, um like like it's it's like a, a one of the better things that's keeping rock music from like just being gone forever is like kind of there are a couple of like timeless kind of musical equations that add up to something very kind of like yeah you know what I mean like like yeah that, that's a very I think no I, I I'm thing, attaching like, a lot to the word like timeless because this is a very like. Right, it, it it is like, and this is maybe like what it, rock music has going for it right now is yeah. that it's like a fight against all of the accelerationist, like technological advances of of like Atlanta studios and yeah. cinema cinema film scoring studios and shit like that. But is but at the it, same time, it's not necessarily like I don't I don't. Their other stuff I find much more kind of like like there's a certain amount of nostalgia that I can take. And then once it crosses over, it pisses me off, sort of. It was like that... What was that fucking movie with Owen Wilson where he, like, goes back to, like, oh France my, or whatever? the Woody Allen movie? Yeah. Ugh. I fucking hated that movie because I, I feel like it just played into this, like, deep dive into nostalgia that is, like, very unhealthy yeah. to me. Um, but there's something about this amount, and I think this is kind of what you're saying, there's something about this, like... I would say appropriate amount of nostalgia that still works. Yeah. Because it's not super like, I don't know, like confrontationally like alien. Like I feel like we're all still like really familiar with it and don't have any like bad associations with it. Maybe. I think also musically it's closer to R and B than, than 
other branches of rock music, which yeah. kind of might make it all, or, or like it's closer to other music than just rock music. It's not like Ozzy Osbourne in the core of like doing like right. It's like a a a rock music for anyone kind of like, and not in a bad way, like in and just like a very well rounded way that like all genres do present. Like there's. And I think it, it, I don't know. I don't know the Decemberist output at all, let alone like their newest shit. Me neither. But like I'm familiar with like the the big way influx of of indie bands right around the same time as the 2008 housing crisis. <laughs> 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 and I've always wondered if the, those two went together. Um, and I, people who can't afford electricity anymore, yeah, <laughs> they all switch yeah. to acoustic they instruments. Like, Fuck technology. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like a new uh fucking what's the what's the the dudes luddite <laughs> the dudes who like reject technology and then start breaking computers um but there's also something i don't know there's something very sweet in a weird way like in a way that i didn't find with their other music about this song and i i think it, it's there's something literally about the sound of like this instrumentation, like piano, bass, like a like a three part harmony. Maybe I think that's what they're doing in it. Um, drums that, when it's done, when it's done in kind of this very like a format we all kind of recognize, yeah, and like, like a, a song we all recognize. Kind of, it's like, just, it just like it doesn't rub me the wrong way, right? Um, but like. Here's the thing about like music that's kind of like in the middle, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh, or like, how many degrees would it take, for example, like just putting a country twang on the singer's voice? Right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really like. Like I feel like that's still appropriate. I wanna right? love I wanna somebody, jo- but I don't know how. Right? Like country reaches the same place as mm-hmm. as something like this. Um, and not that country is like morally apprehensible, <laughs> but, but, but sometimes it is like as all genres are, but like fucking, I think it's, I think it's an interesting space that for pop music where I feel like if enough genres collide, like over a certain sound yeah, that like it can stay around and still be relevant, like kind of effortlessly whenever like people, people, there are so many like ballads or like dejected love songs right that are kind of like in a slow on dante kind of like tempo yeah. right like uh like going with a lot of sub subdominant type stuff right lots of fours and like minors but also like a big major lift i mean like like it's very it's a very uh tried and true like reasonable emotional sp- like outlet through through what's left of like radio rock, yeah, right. Which is a very thin thin, thin line left like left of what uh, I feel like is appropriate. Appropriate is a re- weird word because like what I think is appropriate is just like totally fucked. I feel like, but, but there's also what about what about I want to actually like listen to like bits of the song again and talk about it. But just on that, I feel like. The listener base of the Decemberists was like I I'm I feel like maybe on the tailish end of it, but it was like our generation, 
And I feel like one of the big things with kind of indie rock and alternative rock in my generation is that it was appreciated by a lot of people who really looked back to like the 70s and 80s. Like I feel like all of like the kind of generation that I grew up with found a lot of like solace in like not liking the pop music that was currently going on and finding like, no, I like the, like the Beatles and, and, and television and going back to these kind of old bands. And this band kind of is trying to channel a certain like spirit of that, yeah. which is a weird niche to fall into as being like a modern band that is playing to people who are nostalgic for a time they didn't grow up right. in. <laughs> right. But that is, but that is kind of like, I think you hit the nail on the head. That's, that's like a whole market yeah. that's been like abused right. also. Right. Like, like, I'm I'm just kind of simply playing devil's advocate for no no reason at this point. Yeah, but, well, I mean, but I like, like this song. You're, yeah, we're right. not. <laughs> no, it, it's not. I'm not. I'm not trying to take take that away at all. Like, I, I will feel not like, be convinced um, no. away from my sad boy music. <laughs> First off, I feel like what what I like the most about it is like there's like these elongated phrases that I feel like like the sentences run on for too long, yeah. but like everybody kind of holds with it. Yeah. Like I want to have somebody. Wait, can I, I want to cue that part up for a second. Cause that was um, one I wanted to talk about, um, which I feel like is a kind of like funny way to hang on. Nope. There it is. So we're talking about the first chorus, right? Mostly. Yeah. So we have this big drawn out five. Yep. I wanna love somebody, but I don't know how. Alright. So I wanted to bring that up just in terms like the first time I heard that and like what I connected with most in this song is yeah, this chorus that is like a measure too long right. by my lizard brain standards <laughs> but still works and i don't get it and i just kept needing to hear it but i i feel like it's like the the most interesting part of the song because it's like it's like the differentiating factor yeah. is just like making the phrase longer right which is like sure i mean it's such a it's such a codified form that like i feel like it's something that you really can kind of stretch out like that right. i kind of feel like if it would have gone more in that direction, it would have been even more enjoyable for me personally. If like, like, I want to love somebody, but I don't like, where does it feel like it should drop? Like, I want to love somebody. I want to love somebody. I'm on the four there, right? Like, it feels like it's like, I want to love somebody, but like, I, I feel like, it sounds wrong, yeah. obviously, because it's not the way it goes. But like, um, yeah, like it that that definitely ca- catches my ear and was kind of when you say Dylan esque or something like that, yeah. I think of him for sure. But but not in like a melodic way like this is. This is like rhythmically trying to keep it afloat right. for dun, maybe dun, a little dun, too dun, long. Dun, right. Dun, 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 dun. Right. It's a very long phrase that that is really kind of asking a lot. Yeah, I think of as far as like, I think I wonder if it sounds like that to everybody, or if it just sounds like that to like music lizard brain, <laughs> dumbos. 
because um, because we're just so used to i immediately when i thought of this i thought of the uh the chorus to forever by drake um <laughs> <laughs> where it's just like a 45 second chorus do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah hang on i feel like it's not like 45 seconds here we go oh shit the second half of the chorus <laughs> but i mean like hypothetically it would repeat there if it if they didn't do new stuff or, like the chorus couldn't just be eight bars I always think that that one could. Every time he comes in for the second half of the chorus, I, I am so surprised <laughs> that there's a second that half of the chorus. That he's shutting shit down in the mall? <laughs> exactly. No, but I just thought it was really funny that that was my first, my first reference with... That was my first reference with, uh, with this song, was that it was just like, chorus too long, but in a way that I found interesting as opposed to obnoxious. Yeah, um... I think also, like, the lack of affect is something to really be said. I think yeah. it's something that, like, like, and there is still affect for sure. Um, come, like, talking about going, switching, switching modes back to the December song. Yeah. Like, the, the usual level of, like, affect per, like, rock and roll lead singer mm-hmm. is like way out of proportion and got like pushed way way further i feel like as time went on through like hair metal yeah and like metal in general or like punk music and like the the distortion of vowels or like trying to sound english right yeah. like there's like a million different ways that like 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 your style but like in a weird way like right like in a kind of cosmetic way i feel like vocal styling and rock and roll music you're just referring to literally how the words are being sung yeah yeah okay and and like like, i feel like this is very again like not um abrasive and like not it, it like is very it's a very smooth vehicle for a very smooth form yeah right i mean like and also like it's relevant uh, lyrical content to like everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like let's let's do a thing where we just kind of start. We're going to start from the beginning, and I just want to kind of point out things if you think of something sure. while we hear it, and we can like pause it while we go along. So there we have the G natural, right? Yeah, with the little honky-tonk intro. Right. So maybe that's also why the E feel the E major chord feels like such a secondary dominant when it comes in, right? Yeah, no, I feel like it starts... And also like this. Uh, <laughs> I want to love somebody, but I don't know how. Right. Like, it feels very much like it is kind of almost going to, to D, right? It's like a five, a five, a four. Maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty uh, convinced by... I feel like I feel like the... I was going to pause there anyways to just say that the intro to the song feels like it's going to be a different song, which is weird to me. Like that whole like... is going to be... I just feel like it's going to be like a... Yeah. And then like... Or... Like just the hey, seven as like a, a part of the tonic, yeah. You know that weird, that yeah. like kind of bluesy no, def- thing, definitely. right? Definitely. Like I, I feel like, like, 
I like it because it's it like tonally sets the G natural yeah. there. But otherwise, I can't really figure out why it's there. Yeah. Right? It's weird. Um, it's like they could have just started dee, like with like dee, the normal dee, orchestration of the song and <laughs> not like a lead honky-tonk piano. Yeah. I mean, that, it's, but the things that I am drawn to in this song are the things that I find weird about it. Because like, I, I feel like there's a bunch of very simple decisions that could make this a very simple good song. And I feel like there's these tweaks that like that I'm pretty sure they have to be aware of and are inserting them in because they're they're literally just drawing from a much larger like I don't think they're they're not trying to like reinvent the wheel here or something like that right that's yeah. kind of the whole purpose of this song is it's kind of a nostalgia trip and we're gonna pull this out and we're gonna pull this out right but they add things to kind of make you like slightly like curious as to what's going on which i, would, I think is i would like say a, that it's also kind of like a trivia of of sounds from the past right like yeah. when you're taught like like the i feel yeah. like like an aphrodite's child song might start like that mm -hmm. or like a like a i don't know like i feel like yeah like the the mixolydian sound is like very popular in like 60s and 70s mm -hmm. music for sure right? yeah like um and so is like this like I think there's like a lead guitar solo or something yeah. like that that also comes in, right? Like there's a like there's a certain amount of like this is satisfying because we are placing like these time honored sonic or like formalistic traditions, traditions yeah. in like white rock kinda of, and, and like rock in general, right? Mm -hmm. Like like and we are doing it very well without yeah. like without needing the desire to put like an obnoxious spin on it to make it like <laughs> contemporary or whatever right? right um let's listen to it a little more yeah from the beginning one more time it's also like super compressed sounding it was still major like everything is just foreign So the first minor, the minor fall, <laughs> and the major the lift. Yeah. Um, also, just really well done lyric placement. A lot of the time, there's some of the a couple lyrics in this kind of bug me, but uh, I was not ready for the road. There's something sweet about the first. Like, there's been no minor in the song, yeah. and you're not expecting this minor song, and like the dude showing up is what like makes it a sad song. <laughs> like the song is just like going on like pretty much as its own, just kind of pumped up little entity of like dum da dum dum da dum da dum dum da dum. And then this dude just shows up and brings it all down. <laughs> I was not ready for the road. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a very, that's a very good point. I think that that's, that's definitely, good good form good right. form sir <laughs> thank uh, you no but like like, tip, like my, tip my hat that's a that's a very good that's a good one it also up. like i think it really draws you into 
um what's the what's like a, a term for that it like there's an honesty and like uh there's like a vulnerability in it almost because i i feel like i feel like when he comes in if it just went back to like the one or whatever i'd be like he's a part of the the thing right like he's he showed up and yeah, he's like mingling the with take, the take take charge of the the music right? yeah he comes in starts saying words and like by doing that we take this like off ramp into kind of new song territory right and there's also like the 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 feeling of like what is it kind of reminds me like in a movie when you see like a like a the movie starts with a scene say and it's like very pleasant Right, mm-hmm. and, or like say that's like a shot of like daytime outside, and yeah. then it cuts to like somebody like twenty five years earlier, and it's like somebody's like struggling in a prison cell alone or something, right? Yeah, there's like a disconnect between like the tone set here and yeah. the tone set here, and like how are the two connected, right? Mm-hmm. Not just like Roman numeral wise, but like like emotional wise, mm-hmm. right? Like to set a major precedent, yeah, and then to have the storytelling start, right. If to have the storytelling start in such a sad way, it's like yeah. you kind of already know that the, that it's like a blossoming out kind of thing, right? Like it's not going to get even sadder, <laughs> right? Like, 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 um, like the form is kind of setting itself up to be like, how do we work ourselves back up to being happy again, right? Like, which we don't, which I like about this song as well. Um, let's let's I keep feel going. Like, I feel like in a way you kind of do. Like the chorus is cathartic. And and kind of meshes the minor and the major. I feel like, or like, is a good bridge between the 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 intro material yeah. and the and the verse material. I got some thought. Let's let's through get some, to it. Through let's some emotional crying. Pause for another second. Is there something to the the verse and the chorus just having like the same melody? And when nobody did respond, or I whatever. think that's why we're expecting it to be to drop when it does in the chorus. Shit, I think you're right. Right? Yeah, because we've been hearing it for so long as. Sort of. One. Hang on, I'm gonna go back for a second to the start of that verse. Yeah, but no, you're, it also you're... makes an uneven amount of bars. Yeah, I haven't. Been I know that we're not shit. hit discipling, hit discipling <laughs> this, but. That 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 I'm trying to get to twitch that like there's like a seven bar phrase somewhere and that it's not, that it's not like perfectly. He's even. having his musical aneurysm, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. But right, like, isn't that why? Like, I feel like maybe that's why. That's why, like, when we when there's two bars of like anticipation, it feels like so much more. 
Because it's like it we're be. used to this an- anticipation of one bar, right? Right. Like, da, da, let's da, clarify da, that because I think that's really da, cool, da, and da, I did not da. notice that, right? So when our when our chorus ends, we are on this da 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 da. Boom. And then nobody did respond. you, but I don't know how. Right. So our big downbeat drops in this like when nobody did respond on, and that on a big, minor chord on that right? t- yeah that minor two chord we use the same melodic the same melodic line for the chorus but it gets this like bonus measure i wanna love you somebody but i don't know how right yeah it's very fucking cool and also like the persistence of of the C sharp going up three times rather than right da 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 dee da dee da dee da da where yep. it's just one right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, there's a lot kind of there right? that's really cool man I didn't I didn't think about that at all when I was doing it in fact I like just noticed that it's the same melody in both parts of it <laughs> um, thank you for clarifying why that why that bugs my head so much um, um. let's okay so this is like verse two <laughs> two one. I took my glasses off and went to find a pond. A pond or a pint? A pond. Are you sure? Not the not my favorite. <laughs> when nobody did respond, I took my glasses off and went to find a pond. This is maybe my yeah, like like less. there's always the issue. I feel like listening to so much hip hop. It's like my first thought is just like nobody would fucking say that. Like when somebody's like when people bend, it's oh it's okay. Uh-huh. I feel like it's okay to be creative with your little rhymes. And, Respond and, and pond, or just like nobody would have thought that he was gonna say that. No, right? I, I'm, like, not, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm waving my hands in the yeah. air for everybody out there. I just um, there's like, something about and nobody did respond. I took my glasses off and went and found a I, pond. Just I, <laughs> every time he says it, I'm just like, period, <laughs> end of song. I thought it was a pint the first time. I like think he, I might his glasses were gonna fall into his beard. <laughs> put him on to find a pint. Um, I think I thought something like that earlier as well, and was a little disappointed by the. Anyways, nitpicking. Um, find a pond. pond. Stuffing rocks into the pockets of my pants. When those currents carried them. Three-part or two-part harmony? I One of the things I most wanted to ask you about, which we don't have to get too much into, is one of the things I think is, like, the hardest to parse out, personally, is, like, figuring out, like, close harmony between voices. Like, I can't fucking understand what they're doing. Um, my best guess was just, like, in sixths, but, like, I don't know if there's, like, the thing in the middle, too. I mean, I don't think... I, it's... It's sixths, but also it in the pentatonic. So like no G sharps, right? That's why. That's why it goes like. So like, E second inver A second inversion chord, right? I'm just talking about the two part harmony for a second. Okay. 
so between the B, right? It's not this, right? But this. Uh, da, da, da. Listen really well. So fifths at the end? Well, it's it's pentatonic, right? So it's like right. it starts with the six, but it's parallel from there, which is sometimes fifths. So. That would be six, right? Yeah. Uh. Oh wait, you're doing it. I'm I'm getting mixed up because you're you've got a higher voice, right? Da 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 da. Okay, I got it now. I got you. So you're hearing a sixth starting, like the chorus starts with a sixth above where he's singing, right? right? I I wanna love you. Okay. Um, as far as I don't think, because what would the middle voice be if it had to be pentatonic? It was like like there wouldn't be a D. I mean, there might be. But I honestly only hear the high of the girl's voice. Yep. Play it one more time. No, there is, there is the E. In the middle? There's, yeah, there is a middle voice. So you hear a middle voice? I want, it's like a guy, I think. I, I want to love somebody. I want to see if I can hear it. So they hold this. I wanna love somebody, but I don't. Try oh. hearing it one more time. Back up, back up. I wanna love somebody, but I don't know how. I wanna love somebody, but I don't. I'll try one more time. I wanna love somebody, yeah, okay. but I don't know how. God, that is so hard for me to hear, though. That's nuts. I'm, I'm happy. To the speaker I'm also. happy you're here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything to... So they end on that, that big four, right? I'm, I wanna love somebody, but I don't know how. What is the psychology of? Because we we, uh, we we our chorus started with this big da 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 da. Um, I wanna. We we came from one. But it's like it's like a deceptive cadence of one not being one, right? It's like one is actually in hindsight da, da, maybe da, da, four da, when we land on the D. Da, 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 um, I, I wanna, wanna love somebody, but I don't know how. Especially when they leave out the G sharps. I mean, like it's, it's like there's no why? seventh, right? Yeah. But it, but like literally, it goes like, which is like five of this which is the like five of chord. this which is the right i mean like it's going 
through the flats, right? Yeah. Or like that direct, right? Do you think that's why? Because my, my, my kind of question I was thinking about was why does that four sound more like triumphantly a return than most ones in songs? <laughs> you know? Um, I think that first off, it has to do with like the an- rhythmic anticipation factor, right? It's like we know that something's about to happen, and we have to wait extra Dude, for it. That fucking and then the, like, like you know what I mean? Yeah, that the like the drum and bass hit in the middle of it is so nuts to me. There's also like the guitar strumming Bow. just the frets, like having his hand over the string, so that it was like Is that what's happening there? On the quarter notes, right? Play it one more time. Yeah, it's subtle as hell. Um, I, I don't think I picked it up. Like Very reminiscent of a live track, right? Yeah. Or like a live band, which I feel like this has, right? There, there's a quality of it that's not like... While it, it does feel super compressed, like sonically, which is like something that would be a, a really annoying and probably totally pointless to try to explain. Yeah, no, we're right not now. doing that. Um, <laughs> like, like, it... It also kind of has like like a, like they're really playing like in a room, yeah. you know. Like it's not like they're they're tracked separately. There at least was a room track at yeah. one point, right? Like, and this is kind of a remnant thing of it is somebody trying to keep time with the click, right? There's something very like real world musician that that you would have to do. So you and hear it's very that- simple. I feel like there's a there's something to me that's very nostalgic, particularly about that sound, which is like why I knew to look for it. Yeah, right? that's very. But I, I would not know any of that having never recorded like with multiple people in a band. Um, right, but it's but it's one of the sonic signs that's that we've lost with like MIDI and beats and stuff like that. Okay, nobody's like waiting around and counting. Yeah, I mean, there's all for anybody that's been involved, like even slightly. I feel like I'm like rock music or playing around or like or or whatever or even just listening like there's like a lot of sonic cues of like the physical spaces <laughs> and things interesting. right I like that this is a sign of a good recording i think yeah. like i think a lot of like a lot of rock recording has to be about that because it's obviously like rock music doesn't exist to like push the boundaries of sonic technology right right? it's like it was exactly the opposite it's like when you hear like a punk record that's mastered way too well it's like what the fuck is the point it's like it's supposed to sound like messy but this sounds like yeah no very natural but also like very much like very high quality but very natural i think yeah and that they're all there it does sound like kind of then squashed a little bit in the studio but that's like another thing to get into I like that subtle, subtle hints in the in the recording. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, like that part. That part feels almost less like triumphant than the than the four drop, right? So we've got the I want to love somebody, but I don't know how. Boom. I've been so long lonely and it's getting me down. What is the finally... what is the higher singer? It sounds like they're singing the G sharp. I was so and it sounds like sad. Hmm. <laughs> I've been so 
On the word get, she goes up to the get A. In, get Then it's getting me down. I'm not going to even try to, to, to hear all this. No, like, but this is a top voice. Hold on. Go yeah. back. You're you're alone in the room on no, this one. Tr- hold on. <laughs> if you could hear the fucking like middle voice of the other one, you can hear this. I've been so it could be. I would. This is this is the thing. I would need to sit with like headphones on and figure this out because I am truly bad at this, and I I. I I would I would say that that we we could we could finish the song and m- move on from this. I'm I'm pretty sure you would be right though. You're goddamn right. Let's um I want to talk about this next thing. Just as a subtle thing, I think that's really pretty. The like alteration of the of the line, like for the second half of the chorus, right? I don't know how. Right. Yeah, definitely. It's just a very sweet moment to me. Also, just the most triumphant line of throwing your body in the river makes it makes it really seem seem like a like a good thing to do. <laughs> um I don't know. That line really stuck out to me the first time I heard this as just like a level of intensity that has not been matched so far in the song or something. I don't know. There's something about that line that's like a turning point in the song in a sort of way, like lyrically. Like so far, it's just been this like cutesy, like, uh, yeah, I'm not ready for the road. I put some rocks in my pockets and walked into the river or something like that. Um but yeah, this is this is this is like a suicidal song. Yes and no. Uh, like like if it is, it's masked very well as a "Don't Take Me Seriously" suicide song, right? I mean, like there's a certain sense that there's there's at the same time as saying that there's like a communal support from the band and from the music that the key word is like I like like. Or, or like it's like the music based on the major chords and the the group mentality and stuff like that mm-hmm. coming in for the chorus and for this line in particularly right yeah is from a mental position where that is already beyond like the capability of the singer like they're familiar with the feeling it's not like <laughs> like right now i want to throw myself in the river and drown right it's like a a general statement that applies to everybody in the group which is yeah. which is something that everybody feels comfortable to chime in on which is which is not the same i think as as like a seriously suicidal angle of being like i don't i don't want to live seriously and i'm trying to work through that i feel like this is like like a different 
and only because the music is so different yeah than, okay. than the intention i feel like there's something there's a different kind of angle here than just like like then then like say like like literally like the band suicide or something like that like sure. right with like frankie teardrop or some shit well, what right? about see i think i think one of the things that i like the most about this song that I've been thinking about listening to it a lot is the right. It's like the, like obviously like the juxtaposition of this like very kind of upbeat song um, with very lonely lyrics. And it's made even more strange by how like close and like down home country like the group seems like there's this there's this sense of it that like if you were to ignore the words like the music is like kind of holding you in a certain way like you're comfortable and you're familiar with it that's why it feels more like somebody like crying into their pillow than somebody making like a suicide note right like like i want to love somebody i don't know how i want to just throw myself off the bridge right sure but and, and but it's like being comforted and like like this is part of the appeal, which is why I feel like it's not as dark as a line. I don't hear it as such like like that, that as you do. I guess is hmm. my only point is that like I hear it as like cathartic and not dark. No, it definitely like, is because it comes at like the biggest like cathartic moment of it, right? I want to throw my body second, in the river and second, second most cathartic moment. I feel like the first one is when it happens the first time. I want to love somebody, but I don't know how. Yeah, right. But that because that's the like initial more antici- of the, the raw anticipation, right? But that lyric before. strikes me more as something that. Um, you are like, you can be comforted about more easily. Like when, that's why I say, that's why I was thinking that the, that, that throw your body in the river and drown lyric is more like stinging than I expect from the song. Like I expect I want to love somebody and I don't know how, and we're all here to get through this together. But there's a certain like isolation in like because he's already talking about, like, walking into the river with his rocks or whatever. And, like, he's by himself. Like, this is a story about somebody alone. Like, he's not talking. He's like, I was not ready for this. I right, did this. I did this. but he's not alone now. Like, like, I'm talking in, like, the hyper-reality of the narrator. Like, how we talk about with, like, who is you and I and she and stuff like that. Yeah. In the hyper-reality of the narrator of this song, right... Not not when it not when the words might have been written, but in the performance of the song and in the amalgamation of the experience that the narrator had, then brought to the band and made in, into this like whole music, right? Yeah. Like, it is. It is like a point of group reflection in the moment that it's performed and recorded. I think, and I think it's first and foremost that. Yeah. And like, and and that the 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 feeling is that the the danger is past. That the moment the moment that the singer is describing is already gone and is has dissipated because of this tried and true kind of like method. And he can say it and feel safe in this space, and he will be supported by the music and by his friends. And like, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I, I like that interpretation, and I see why you say that. And it I, it has a lot to do with like the actual like. I don't know, you're like the psychological effect of the music itself. Um, But I I feel like there's another take that doesn't seem like less accurate as 
a suicide song that you're like not scared of or something like that was that was my main reaction to this when i first heard it is like a certain like triumph in like a a, a suicide in it like a like a very like movie moment i had in my mind of like dude jumps into the river to like kill himself credits roll and the the song is like playing it out or whatever like it was a very like yeah, no, I, I I can see that also as like like I'm I'm kind of trying to picture that now. I think yeah. like for I see where you're coming from. Like, it's funny how like putting an image to it or like a situation, like <laughs> yeah. credits in a movie, can yeah. kind of like no, but really like that's like a a really fine way to like state how you feel the song like right. works, works best, right? Like taking like, taking like climbing up onto the edge of a bridge or something and right. the song is going and then like the chorus and somebody also gets hit by a car and then <laughs> so, like uh, it's like crash. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but like um but at the same time that is such a Im- almost impossible phil- like psychological realm to actually enter. Yeah, and outside of Hollywood right. and like super reality, mm-hmm. that to me it would almost seem more inauthentic if that was the angle that was being going for, because it's like so probably not what's going on here, like like um, by reference of like the pond line and just like like yeah. like like there's a certain amount of like I don't know there it's also like post like shock and schlock everything like like throwing yourself in the river and drowning doesn't have as much of a like a punch as it might have in the realm in the time period where this song kind of feigns its origin which is maybe like the 80s or 70s right mm-hmm. so like i don't know i think for me i would prefer to think of it my way because not not because it's more realistic but because I relate to it more than than like the impossible feeling of being so chill with your own death. Right. That like that you can express it in this like guitar center supported genre. <laughs> right? I don't like, know. Like, I, like, I, like, I, what what about what what's the what's the fucking movie the 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 kid and the, the old woman that you like so much? What's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> <laughs> no, the fucking with the uh the Tchaikovsky where the kid keeps Harold and Maude it's like that kind of a feeling (laughs) of this like triumphant like right which is why like I I totally see I see what you're talking about yeah but I think that it feels if that's what they were going for it feels undeserved because it's such a that is like a feeling that has been like documented by like very very fine artists Mm -hmm. of all of any kind of art right is like the like the the nihilistic happy right like (laughs) right like like it's a very nuanced and very modern point but but like which also kind of credit like it probably has like a lot of that in it i I like that this is what we end up arguing about the most because i feel like it really is kind of at the crux of how you hear the song yeah like and how how you can kind of enjoy it or not and i feel like these kind of all of the musical when I, when we're in this room, I feel like all of the musical evidence, like we sit here and we try to stack it up to something like this, which is like a hypothetical way of enjoying all aspects of the song through like a certain lens or a certain perspective or like mm-hmm. as many as we can kind of fit into it. Right. And the more the more you can fit into your own lens, like 
objectively from the song, right? Like this line, the way that this is said here, right? Like the harmony that he puts under this line, yeah. right? The more that it all fits, like the more satisfying, like the the analysis is. But like, maybe not. Like maybe like like maybe the bassist wrote this riff, right? And like like came in and the the singer had written some words right and they just kind of jammed it out and like the intentionality of it i feel like it doesn't it doesn't like void the con the topic or the what we're talking about i mean but i feel like it also kind of um it makes the topic kind of unknowable but yeah but still like one of the funnest things to like for sure (laughs) for sure because i i do think that that shit is real I th- I like sincerely, sincerely believe that we enjoy music because our brain like amalgamates all of the points that we can understand into like a clear lens that we that we vibe with. Yeah. Right. Like it's not make believe in my mind. Like, but but as far as like what that actually is, I have no fucking idea. For me, for this song, it's like it's enjoyable to me as a like something I would prefer hearing if I had to be in a like like i don't know why the word kosher comes to mind first but like (laughs) eating at a eating a nice pastrami sandwich at a kosher jewish deli no like in a place where like there's a large group of people and you don't want to play anything too like one way or the other right like i would rather hear something like this than like 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 it it sounds like something that are you talking about how you, uh, that feeling when you've got the aux cord? <laughs> yeah, like you're at, but it's like a after hours like business, like with your work people, and not like with your friends. But you, uh-huh. but it's a good song, right? And everybody's drunk, and you want to put on like a good song for yeah. like everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like this would be a really good one. Yeah, this right? is like a hella um, sing along song. Yeah, um, and but but like I feel like it's it's recognizable to. I, I mean, I'm just going, I'm guessing, but like, I feel like it's structurally like recognizable enough yeah. to anybody, right? Like yeah. not even except just for like, that chorus and then all the drunk people get confused, <laughs> but I feel like, no, but like the, the drunk chorus, like what's more drunk than like, yeah. right? Like I want to touch on two last points, but we're, we're already pushing, pushing our, we, we're trying to make a time limit for ourselves and we're pushing it, but uh. Let me, let me, I want to, I want to get to one, one part. I want to throw my Now he's doing the eighth notes. instance in general and an even rarer instance of a modern use of a guitar solo that doesn't piss me off it's also because it's very tried and true i mean like yeah like like it's almost like the exactly like how the purple rain guitar solo starts i feel like which is like the course cuts out and it's like one no what no right right like it's like um like, it's not what the the most edgy thing about it is that it's like on like distortion mode of like a different guitar sound than what the rest of the group is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. not just like a lead guitar, but it's on like it's on like death zone mode. <laughs> 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 
distortion, right? Or right. like sounding like that, right? Which is like sonically kind of nice. I think it's like it's refreshing. Like, yeah, it's like the but like, also like a like a strange like. But also an, toned down, like it's not like. Yeah, yeah, it's very like measured, and it's. I think this song, like more than anything, just feels really considered in a way that I like. Because there's enough of this. They decided on this old format. They decided on this old kind of tried and true structures. And then they just made like a lot of very like particular choices and did them well. And it's just, I, I just feel like that's harder to do than it's given credit for Most sometimes. Definitely. Like I've, I, I sit in my room and just try to like write kind of knockoff songs. No. And like I... Like I can't, I can't do it this well. Like this is, this is, this is. I like it. Yeah, definitely. I think that it takes a, at least a handful of people who are really familiar with tropes to catch like every single one like this too. Right. You know? Or not every not, single one. Not even. not not every but single just one. Like, but I mean, like in a genre that's no longer moving forward. Right. Right. Like you have like you can you can make the best blank right, right? like you can like, take like something it, from everything and make like us like a sponge sort of aesthetic right of like, and not in a bad way no. in a way that like this is what's done whenever a genre is kind of done yeah is like it's like all right what were the best parts that like everybody did remember when we all did those intros like for like eight bars like what was that about like what was actually good about those intros or yep. like dude remember like the, like like the, they cut out like for the second horse, yeah, right? Or like, yeah. like they, they, like, like all of these things, they, like people remember because they love the genre, right? And they have mm-hmm. nowhere else to put their love for, for the genre, and so they, they structure out like a perfect four-minute song out of like what I mean. It's a, it's like a very, a very lovely thing to do. It's like kind of why I like that insane ten-minute-long Virgins of Steel song or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> medieval Steel. No, not Medieval Steel. Uh, Virgin Steel. Excuse I don't me. remember if I know that one. The one with the video where he's running down the dirt thing, and it's like he's got. We're like this guy can't move on from this band. Is that Virgins? I always thought that was Medieval no, Steel. No, it's Virgin Steel. Okay. Medieval Steel does. There was a time long okay. ago. Oh which yeah. Which is like Medieval a whole no, another trope. Steel. A trope essay. Um, um, but no, yeah. but I, I feel like rock music um, is. It would be interesting to see if people keep it around and relevant long enough for it to work through its issues. Its issues. Yeah. Because I think of something like classical music, which is like way too old at this yeah. point, like needs to be put down. But like rock music is kind of still beginning or it could be right. I yeah. mean, like we could uh, and like I don't really think about this ever because in my mind, like rock music's just kind of dead until proven otherwise. Like, even with songs like this, it's like it's like a nice kind of after the fact kind yeah, of touch of ghost. rock music. Yeah, which is which is like potentially what it needs to be right now, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, there's no reason that like radio rock should take up space when nobody wants it like they used to, right? Mm-hmm. But I wonder what would what what will happen say in like 120 years. No, I, like that sounds ridiculous. No, I think but about like, that all like, the time. Like, but with something like rock music, like, which is also like won't die because it's supported by so many industries. Mm-hmm. Like guitar industries is a real thing. Like that won't like die. Ford needing needing songs for its commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get uh, off. Get complete tire. control of your tires. <laughs> 
18 wheel drive. But I mean, I, what I say this all, like having listened to almost exclusively rock music for like my entire life. Yeah. I feel like, um, like, I wish that I had I I could posture like a solution or something but like maybe the best thing to do is to like take stock which is like what this song kind of seems to do of like what works like like just like not even genre wise because there's not a lot of like rock genre specifically things in there I feel like it's like songwriting things through I don't know let's hear this guitar solo and finish this song out I like the double use of the drop. The double use of the... Say again? I like the double use of the drop. Meaning? When when the music cuts off, you don't know if they're going to do the chorus or the verse again. Yeah, that is nice. And something that you can, like... I don't know. I feel like it's really enhanced by the fact that they like are the same melodic line, too. Yeah, yeah. most definitely. Um, I always... I just, for some reason... Like, the piano that we kind of agreed upon is pretty much absent, except for that little intro. Uh, I just like when it comes in here when he's when he's talking about lost along the way. There's just this little pretty. <laughs> well, I guess it's there too. Because sucker's prayer. Guitar player starts muting the, the eighth notes. Okay, this ending though. Chorus ends, right? I want to love somebody, but I don't know how. How? That ending's deep to me for some reason. Like they've been dropping out like all the instruments for the chorus each time. They finish their chorus. And then they just throw this one last one half, no, one quarter of the chorus that, that just ends without like the four that makes us safe on it. Da, 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 I don't know how, how. like there's something fucking wild about that. (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I no, that's a, that's a, that's a. I gotta hear it again. I'm sorry. Just that, just that last, last bit. Somebody, 
Every time I hear that, <laughs> yeah, ending on this B minor without a resolution, I think it's what I think it's part of the thing that's making me just play the song over and over and over yeah. again. Is because like I need I need it to finish. There's something like it can't end there in my head, like mm-hmm. psychologically, and it just feels like a fucking like musical punch in the gut. Like I, I very viscerally when I hear that ending, I'm just like. <gasps> Like it's wild. I wanna love somebody, but I don't know how. I just I feel Very like it's soothing. been fucking like lying the whole time. <laughs> or something. It gives me this feeling of like the catharsis that we've been feeling from everybody that we've like been very safe with is just like ripped off. Yeah. It's like it's like the it's like hearing the words without like the community of safety behind it. Yeah. Exactly. This is a scary ending. I don't It's boopy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like I don't know, it's that <gasps> feeling I always get when um I'm watching like an upsetting movie and there's just some like part of my of my deep stupid child brain still left that just like hopes the movie ends good this time or something (laughs) (laughs) like every time i get to the end of this song i'm like nah like we gotta we gotta go back and end it you should try just stopping it right before that part (laughs) (laughs) but i don't I wanna love somebody, but I don't know. No, that would be on the B. But I don't. <laughs> that would be even deeper. Like this dude. Now that's the nihilistic happy. I don't. <laughs> that's the nihilistic happy. I wanna love somebody, but I don't. <laughs> Jokes on you. <laughs> <laughs> a last little flourish of the honky tonk piano. Don't, 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 don't. Uh, All right. Um, I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm sweating a lot too. Well, yeah, that was a. I feel like we got pretty in depth still, but it was. I don't know. It was fun. It was relaxing to not have to write down everything like I usually we- feel obligated <laughs> to do for some reason. I, I enjoy stressing myself out about that. Um, I think it's a pretty song. I think it's a it's a good old song. I wish they had more ones that were that good. Um, but yeah, you should check out this album. There's some other ones that are that are okay on it. Um, do, do they do the song that goes like? They did the song that goes triple double check. Triple double triple the R and B single. It's like trip triple check check double check triple check. Check triple double check. Everybody should go listen to Longmont Potion Castle if they if they need to cheer up, um, which I, I I I do as well. That's why we're listening to sad sad white guy music. Um, there it is. But uh, yeah, this was a Dead Air Records trying out a, a new format, I guess. Though it felt very a lot like similar to the old format. <laughs> But uh, but we didn't write it down this time. If you uh, if you if you are just surprised by a song you hear out of nowhere, uh, I think that's a very honest feeling. 
some of my more honest feelings are when I'm just like my deepest deviation. <laughs> no, because like I, I am prone to overthink and overanalyze and overstress about every single aspect of my life. And there's something there's something kind of refreshing about just like being surprised by hearing something and finding out what it is, and that maybe it's something you didn't think it was. Um, there's a there's a loveliness to that that I feel like is eluded in our modern bubble culture um of of playing your same playlist over and over and over again until you pass out cold on your pile of takeout burritos that you got last night and were delivered to you by okay um (laughs) this has been dead air records thanks for listening good night everybody (laughs) 